You're listening to the Heather Duplessis Allen Drive podcast from Newstalk ZB. With me now is Murray Olds, our Australia correspondent. Hey, Muzz. Hey, afternoon, Heather. Now, what about those nuclear subs, eh? Yeah, uh, big developments today. Um, reports only, nothing confirmed, but the Wall Street Journal got the ball rolling, reporting that Australia's going to buy up to five American uh, nuclear-powered submarines, the first to be built in the United States, contrary to what um, both sides of politics here wanted to have happen, which was to build the subs in South Australia. Local politics playing a role, but perhaps not. Australia just doesn't have the manufacturing capacity. And this apparently signals a brand new strategic partnership uh, that'll see uh, these American nuclear subs rotating out of Australia's main submarine base over in Perth. Now, the Wall Street Journal says the deal to buy these subs um, will be confirmed early next week. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese will leave India uh, and head to Washington. There he's going to meet President Joe Biden and the British Prime Minister, uh, Minister Rishi Shunak. And apparently, uh, a late development in the story, the American subs will be the first wave, if you like. But there's now reports that eventually, after the first five American subs, which may have to be crewed and captained in large measure by American service personnel, uh, the second um, wave of this, if you like, is to uh, for Australia to acquire and operate some still-to-be-designed British nuclear submarines. Mm. So it's a very busy space. We've been talking about this for quite some time now and uh, some developments this afternoon. We'll have some more meat on the bone come Monday, Tuesday out of Washington. Is it largely proving popular with the Australian public? I'm not sure it's even been tested. I mean, these things are bloody expensive, uh, you know, billions of dollars, and it's out into the never-never. This is like, you know, it's got uh, the program to run from, what are we, 2023, out into the 2040s. And, you know, it's going to be billions and billions of dollars. I suppose the upside is that Australia will have then a sovereign capacity at some point in time to uh, to help manufacture these things, to help crew them, to eventually, you know, be uh, 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 captaining, uh, you know, these vessels. But right now, Australia's right behind the eight ball, Heather. We, the most recent paper I saw this week uh, from a Sydney academic uh, we need to produce over 100 uh, PhD-level nuclear physicists and researchers a year uh, to simply get up to speed with the uh, uh, the number and uh, level of expertise required uh, to sufficiently run these submarines. It's not like Australia is all set to, you know, to jump into these boats and sail away and, uh, you know, attack someone. Um, it's going to be years before that's going to happen. Yeah, it's a couple of big defence stories actually for Albo at the moment on his horizon. Eh? Because, I mean, the meeting in India, he, he's he's talking defence there as well. Oh, he certainly is. That's exactly right. It's, it's a big trip for Albo. Um, it coincides with the cricket this afternoon. It's getting underway, I think, in 20 minutes. Australia's won the toss. Looks like it's going to bat. Um, but Albo is there for his first official visit as Prime Minister. Uh, right now, this is news to me, but uh, the Australia-India trade every year it's worth $24 billion to Australia. Now, especially in light of the ongoing trade cool room that uh, we're in with China, uh, Albanese desperate to boost that um, already big, big volume of trade, wants to crank that up big time. And in, in Australia, don't forget, there's a large Indian diaspora. Uh, a lot of uh, uh, people of Indian descent now make Australia their homes. Um, so there's a, there's a commercial and a sporting interest. But of course, as you said, there's a top-level talks as well on regional security. Australia and India 
along with Japan and the United States, they make up the Quad, the quadrilateral, uh, the quadrilateral security dialogue, the, the, the Quad. Say it slowly, Buzzard. Uh, <laughs> and there's plenty on that agenda uh, for sure. Muzz, that fire still not under control. No, it's not. Um, started uh, Monday into Tuesday and it's still going. Here we are Thursday afternoon. There have been an unknown number of uh, homes lost, a lot of stock lost as well. This is out um, in the central west, the other side of the Blue Mountains, which of course are west of Sydney. As I say, the fire running all week. Hot and windy conditions have really kept these volunteer firefighters on their toes. Um, no numbers, as, as I say, at this stage. Um, it's been a bit cooler this afternoon but still darn windy, and that, of course, is a, is a very, very challenging recipe. Uh, they had a number of um, uh, community meetings uh, around midday today to keep locals informed about upcoming conditions and firefighting strategies because they've all been told they have to watch and act. Um, you know, they're taking no chances at all. Muzz, good to talk to you. Thank you so much. Heather, oh, that's Murray Olds, our Australia correspondent. For more from Heather Duplessy Allen Drive, listen live to News Talk ZB from 4 p.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. 90% of parenting is just thinking about when you can have a break. And when you do take a break, enjoy the Parenting Hangover podcast. They go together like a tutu and jandals. We've said from the get-go, we ain't parenting experts. No. But it's cool to hear, what is your neighbour doing? What do they say? A problem shared is a problem halved. Oh, that's good. Not that my children are problems, or a, but I feel better talking about it. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.